0: أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيدنا محمد وعلى آله وصحبه أجمعين اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا وانفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما نافعا اللهم أرنا الحق حقا وارزقنا اتباعه وَأَرِنَا الْبَاطِلَ السَّلَامُ عَلَيْكُمْ اللَّهِ وَبَرَكَاتُهُ Welcome to the Reflections on the risale Inur by Bed Uzaman Said Nursi podcast. This, inshallah, is going to be the first podcast. This and the following few uh, episodes are going to be Introductory we will first read the um, information that is already provided on the website in the introduction section each of the four parts of the introduction will constitute one episode and these are going to be what is the Risale-i-Nur who is Bedi Uzzaman Said Nursi why read the Risale-i-Nur and how to read the Risale-i-Nur the purpose of providing audio copies of these uh, parts of the website pages of the website is so that those who do not have the time or maybe interest and patience to read through the web page can download the episode and listen to it maybe while driving on the car putting it on the speakers maybe while walking taking a walk uh, you know somewhere in the a nice place hopefully uh, with their earbuds so that it will it will be easier for those who uh, prefer to listen rather than to read inshallah all right there we go what is the risale inur? <clears throat> the risale Inur is a quranic commentary it makes substantial contributions to the islamic tradition especially in the fields of kalam Tasawuf, which would be dialectical theology kalam and sufism tasawwuf but also offers important insights about the methodologies of the sciences of quranic exegesis and prophetic traditions that is usul tafsir and usul hadith to some extent it provides important contributions on usul usool-u, usul fiqh too but what is most obvious what is most um, what comes through really forcefully in the risale is its contributions in, um, in, in dialectical theology and tasawwuf, Sufism and also usul Tefsir, al-tafsīr, uh, the, the methodology of the science of Quranic exegesis and usul hadith the methodology of the science of uh, the prophetic traditions. This Quranic commentary was written by Zaman Said Nursi, a great scholar of the 14th century of the Islamic calendar, that is the Hijri calendar. Nursi was born in 1878 in the Kurdish regions of the Ottoman Empire. He received his initial training there, initial uh, education there in the local Islamic seminaries or madrasas before going on to become one of the most learned, insightful and respected scholars of the Ottoman Empire. When the Turkish Republic replaced the Ottoman Empire in the 1920s however, the ruling elite of the new Republic turned against religion, exiled Nusi to a remote village in Western Turkey and condemned him to a life of persecution until his death in 1960. Yet, Nursi managed to write his magnum opus, the risale In nur or the Compendium of the Epistles of Light, in this very period, during his exile. He would often dictate his teachings in the form of small treatises to the members of a small circle of devoted students who braved persecution with him. His students would then hand-copy the treatises of the risale nur secretly and spread them throughout Turkey. And keep in mind, especially early on, during his early exile, the people around him were predominantly, predominantly peasants, villagers. In a country where public schooling was almost non-existent, many of them were illiterate this is what they would do somebody who was literate and who had good handwriting would um, prepare a clean copy of the treatises of Vedasam on Said Nursi and then others would take this copy, put it on a piece of glass and put a white clean paper on it and turn a lamp on under the glass and then trace what they saw subhanallah in this way the risale Inur spread slowly and we will have more to say about this later on only in the 1950s the Turkish state relaxed its grip on religion to some extent and allowed Nusi to publish his works openly in print until then it was all manuscripts all handwritten right only in the 1950s he was allowed to publish his works in print more precisely 1956 or so on since then however the risale Inur has been translated into dozens of languages and has inspired millions of Muslims in both Turkey and throughout the world it is a contribution to the world's Islamic tradition Nursi compiled his treatises into four major books the first one of these Uh, chronologically, was sözler, or in English, the words, in Arabic, al-Kalimat. The second one was mektubat, the letters. The third one was lemalar, the flashes, and the fourth one was shualar, the rays. These four books constitute the main body of the Risale-i Along with Nursi's correspondence with his students, statements of defense in various court trials, his authorized biography, two of his earlier works, and a collection of inferred references to the Risale Inur from the Quran, as well as the poems of Ali anh, and Abdul Qadir al Jilani. And Ali anh, is, of course, the son in law of the Prophet Muhammad وسلم, peace and blessings be upon him and the fourth Caliph and as we will see later on he is also the great-great-grandfather of Bedouz Zaman Sayyid Nursi and Abdul Qadir al-Jilani is the uh, probably the best-known uh, most uh, revered uh, master of Sufism who died in 1166. Altogether, these books, the books of the Risale-i Nur uh, collection, amount to about 6,000 pages of print in Turkish. Yet, Nursi's overall work also comprises other earlier treatises, including two on logic and one on algebra as well as several rearrangements of the letters and treatises of the risale Inur. In the earlier part of his life, during the Ottoman era, Nursi wrote his most important works in Arabic. In the Republican era, however, he wrote mostly in Turkish, addressing the predominantly uninitiated peasants and small townspeople around him, and trying to preserve those people's faith and piety in an environment where government powers mobilize to undermine religion. Therefore, these later writings that are included in the Risale-i-Nur follow a pedagogical order and style, rendering even the most complicated matters of theology more or less understandable for Nursi's uninitiated audience. However, the Risale-i-Nur is also packed with with profound insights and clarifications on all disciplines of Muslim thought and spirituality. As such, it is deeply integrated into a long and blessed tradition of Islamic scholarship and has its ranks among the likes of Imam Ghazali's Ihyya Ulum al-Din, the Revival of Religious Sciences, Mawlana Jalaluddin Rumi's Mathnawi, Ibn Al-Iskandar Hikam, and Imam Rabbani Ahmed Sirhindi's Mektubat, the letters. Thus, Risali Nur is not just an ordinary commentary on the Quran, it's a masterpiece. It's a masterpiece that is grounded firmly in the Quran, that affirms and provides evidence for the agreed upon aspects of the Islamic tradition while offering reasonable, reasonable solutions to matters of disputation and that connects the Qur'an and prophetic teachings to a sound observation of the cosmos, that is, the observed reality. It does not offer a verse-by-verse commentary from the first chapter of the Qur'an to the last. Instead, it focuses on key concepts and messages of the Qur'an that are most relevant to the problems, concerns, and questions of the contemporary world it is not the product of an effort to demonstrate the author's intellectual capacity to master and synthesize earlier scholarly works without a corresponding realization of truth with a capital T rather it is the product of a true realization of the reality as reality is it is the product of a true realization of the reality as reality is and this happens for Badu Zaman Said Nursi under the guidance of the Quran the author Badu Zaman Said Nursi attains this realization through a sincere intellectual and spiritual struggle first with his own composite soul nafs and then, with the suspicions and misguidance of a positivist and self-indulgent age, and comes out successful. Comes out having realized from this spiritual crisis, under the guidance of the Quran. The tremendousness, the tremendousness of that reality, as illuminated by the Quran reflects on the Risale-i Nur. Nursi does not waste a single word. Keep in mind, he is writing about something that is tremendous. He does not have words to be wasted. He has a lot to impart to his students. Therefore, he writes in, in a concise and tightly packed narrative that enables multiple layers of understanding in accordance with the reader's intellectual as well as spiritual preparedness. Yet, the more a person reads the Risale-i Nur, the more their preparedness increases, enabling them to come back to the Risale-i Nur and discover new meanings and pathways to realization in it. Therefore, sincere readers of the Risale-i Nur maximize the benefits of engaging this blessed commentary by reading it not just once, but continually and repeatedly Nursi's students and readers refer to him, him as Ustad in Turkish or Ustad in Arabic meaning a teaching master so Bedi zaman Said Nursi was a teaching master Ustad and that's how we are going to refer to him from here on among Ustad Nursi's teaching methods is temsil or temsil in Arabic that is the use of representations comparisons or parables to explain complex ideas and facts remember we said he's a teaching master this was his method of teaching right he was trying to make things easy for his audience to understand but at the same time he was trying to articulate very complex realities that did not necessarily Fit in the boundaries of, of um, language plain language and therefore he used metaphors and parables to make them to render them possible to articulate in language ustad nursi takes his example in utilizing this method from the quran so the method of Temthil. representation is a quranic method and he takes it as well also from the great teaching from other great teaching masters of earlier times such as maulana rumi and Saadi shirazi thus most treatises of the Risale-i nur first bring the subject closer to the reader's understanding by setting a pattern of thought or line of argumentation or we might also refer to this with a somewhat fancier word and say a cognitive framework right so it first brings the subject closer to the reader's understanding by setting a pattern of thought or line of argumentation through temsil or representation. Then the treatises of the Ristah al-Einur used this pattern to describe or elucidate a sublime truth that could have otherwise remained too complicated or abstract for the reader to comprehend. Ustad Nursi was a master of logic and logical argumentation. He used both of them competently in his earlier works and scholarly interactions. His sharp grasp on logical argumentation undergirds his later teachings in the inur as well. However, he found representation to be a more powerful method in teaching, clarifying, and in some cases, even proving intricate matters. Therefore, he used it throughout his later works. The representations of the Risale-i Nur appear to be simple and easy, but that simplicity actually reflects how well Ustad Nursi had digested and realized the vast body of Islamic knowledge that he was importing in the Risale-i Nur. The Risale-i Nur does not demand blind following risale Inur does not demand blind following because of the scholarly authority or, or spiritual rank of the book's author. Badu Zaman Said Nursi was a great, great Gnostic saint, scholar. But his work, his main work, risale Inur, does not demand blind following because of his rank. Rather, it the presents the intellect with convincing arguments that prove the verity, truth, of the teachings of the Qur'an and its blessed conveyor Muhammad, the Messenger of God, Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi Peace and blessings be upon him. In doing this, the risale nur goes beyond synthesizing and reiterating the accomplishments of a long tradition of Islamic scholarship. It calibrates the teachings and arguments of that tradition to the challenges of the world since the scientific revolution and resolves those challenges with sound evidence and persuasion. Even in matters of the unseen, that dialectical theologians have traditionally considered to be beyond the domain of rational argumentation, such as bodily resurrection in the hereafter or the existence of angels, the Risale Inur offers rational proofs. Nevertheless, the Risale Inur also recognizes that what holds people off from having certainty in matters of faith is often not a lack of rational proofs, but the weakness weaknesses of the heart and the compulsive soul, the nefs. Therefore, the risari nur addresses the intellect, the heart, and the compulsive soul simultaneously with a careful pedagogical approach. First, it activates the imagination with the method of representation, both to guide the heart gently to a sound position and to demonstrate the compulsive soul that true happiness and satisfaction in this world and in the hereafter lie in having certainty in faith, and living accordingly in accordance with that faith. Second, the Risali in Nur empowers its readers with certainty in the truths of faith and religion without exposing them to a false alternative, to which one's compulsive soul may incline it does so by focusing on the truth as opposed to various formulations of falsehood i.e. it does not say look this is what other people have said this is what your nafs may be inclined to believe but it is wrong I'm going going to prove you why it is wrong and then this is what is true it does not do this it just presents the truth so that so that those falsehoods um, do not not, um, tarnish the minds of pure people, the minds and hearts of pure sincere people to whom those falsehoods would not have otherwise appeared at all. So it's not like a textbook that's going to try to give you all of the information that's that's possibly out there about the subject matter that's being discussed that's not the point of the risale nur the point of the risale nur is to help you attain certainty in faith so it does so by focusing on the truth as opposed to various formulations of falsehood while scholarly works of theology often begin with the refutations of falsehood and then proceed to the description and proofs of the truth, treatises of the risale rarely employ the method of refutation. There are parts, there are occasions in which Bedi Uzzaman Said Nursi, Ustad Nursi is going to employ the method of refutation when it is apt and due, but in most cases, it does not use that method. Instead, the treatises of the Risale-i Nur explain and establish the truths of faith and religion directly with a rich array of representations. Importantly, the concepts and arguments that the Risale-i Nur introduces with these representations issue from and expand on a well digested and internalized understanding of the Quran it's not Bediüzzaman Said Nursi's philosophy it is rather inspiration from the Quran which in Arabic or in in old Ottoman Turkish was called uh, Sunuhat inspirations from the Quran to his heart again importantly the concepts and arguments that the risale Nur introduces with these representations issue from and expand on a well digested and internalized understanding of the Quran as such they stand out as timeless expositions of the reality as described in the Quran by the all-knowing creator of all reality and therefore reality as such this is a very important matter inshallah that's going to be it is going to be more and more clear as we proceed and read various treatises of the on the subject but it is very important to emphasize here that the Quran was sent down by the all-knowing creator of all reality who is not bound by time and space therefore his God's the all-knowing creator's message is timeless and that timelessness reflects upon the truthful commentaries of the Quran as well thus an uninitiated reader who studies the risale Nur does not acquire encyclopedic knowledge of the philosophical or theological positions that remain antithetical to the teachings of the Quran but they learn the rational as well as empirical proofs for the Quranic position on those issues. That is, by reading the Inur, they attain a comprehensive realization of reality with a capital R. Consequently, if and when they are exposed to misleading arguments, they find themselves to be fully equipped to recognize them as false and to refute them on rational grounds we can think of this as uh, being given access to a detailed map of the terrain that we are moving on for one who does not have that access to that detailed map anybody that he or she comes across on the road may provide uh, false information and mislead them to different parts of the terrain where this person should otherwise uh, not be going to whereas the Quran is sent down by the one who knows all who knows the big picture who created the terrain and and who knows its map better than anybody else and in the Quran he provides us access to that map And truthful commentaries of the Quran help us read that map in our particular times and places but they expose a timeless message wherever and whenever they are written and therefore one who reads the Risale Nur sincerely carefully with understanding uh, with respect uh, continually and so on and so forth these are all aspects that we will, will discuss in the section on how to read the Risalei Nur inshallah one who reads the Risa Nur in this way and benefits from it has an understanding of that big picture has access to that detailed map and although he is not told about each and every troublemaker on the way about each and every person who may mislead the reader as the reader travels on this terrain although he may not be provided information about all the falsehoods all the wrong directions on the road he knows the correct direction he can can tell truth from falsehood and therefore is equipped with a very very useful helpful powerful shield on the way as he or she travels so again but they learn the rational as well as empirical proofs for the Quranic position on those issues that is by reading the Risale-i Nur they attain a comprehensive realization of reality with a capital R consequently if and when they are exposed to misleading arguments, they find themselves to be fully equipped to recognize them as false and to refute them on rational grounds. Finally, the risale Nur carries the blessings of the divine inspiration that its author received from the Quran in writing this masterful commentary. As a result, Decades of experience shows that those who read the Risale-i Nur with a sincere intention and persevere to understand it are moved to action. As a sign of the knowledge that fills their hearts from their exposure to the Quranic light that refracts through the Risale-i Nur, they feel an urge. They feel an urge to share and spread that knowledge. It is an urge. The more you are exposed to reality, the more you are exposed to truth, the more you want to share it. Here, the Risale Nur guides its readers to what Ustad Nursi has called positive action. Now, there is an urge to share and spread the knowledge, there is an urge for action but this is not any action. The Risale-i Nur guides its readers to what Ustad Nursi has called positive action. So it provides guidelines about action too. And this might be summarized as, one, to act with confidence in and devotion to one's own cause and not to be reactive in a world of fleeting conflicts. Two to move deliberately and peacefully with consideration for the well-being of all and with mercy for all and three to focus only on presenting the truth and representing it in good character for while it is on to man to make an effort success and guidance are from God alone okay this is the end of this first episode. May God put blessings in it. And may God give us the ability to continue and, inshallah, read through the entire Risale-i-Nur. Subhanaka, la ilma lana illa ma allamtana, innaka enta al-alimul hakeem, wa akhred dawa anil rabbil Al-Fatiha.